Hey everyone, this is Seth Allen. Hey Seth Allen on all platforms. Welcome to my secret basketball podcast. Pepe doesn't know about this. I also didn't know until I listened back to episodes that you sometimes hear my cats in the background. I record this, uh, it's 6.10 in the a.m., it's dark outside. Uh, the cats wrestle at my feet. Sometimes you hear them hitting their little toys, so just know the background noise. That's usually Rolo, uh, the little orange kitten, um, and, and sometimes it's him uh, instigating a fight he can't win with Cosmo, the big, the big, uh, the big, uh, six, six power forward point guard, uh, tuxedo cat. Um, but man, I've been going through it. First of all, one of the things I'm going to recommend for everybody is as you toggle back and forth in the, in the styles and the, the, the levels of basketball you watch, I actually love this feeling of nothing makes me love the NBA more. Then when I watch some good, low-level college basketball for a weekend, right, and then and then I just turn on an NBA game, and I am shocked by the level of play. I'm like, oh my god, they keep making these open shots. What the hell is happening? Uh, and then you appreciate more of the players. It, it's just like it's like you can. It's like you know maybe you. Is it true that maybe you appreciate finer food more if you throw in some Mickey D's every once in a while, you know? I don't know. But uh, I think both are important, and I think uh, uh, both can enhance your your uh, your basketball uh, palate, if you will. So I'll start there. So I was I was tuning in for um, <laughs> Portland State versus Santa Clara, uh, the Vikings versus Broncos, like you do. You know, Portland State is plucky. Uh, they're gritty. They're intense. They, they have that coach that you know, says he skips breakfast because he wants to stay hungry, all kinds of embarrassing things he's always saying, and they've kind of embodied his attitude. So I wanted to watch him. And plus, Santa Clara's good this year. Uh, right now, there was something like 11-3. and three. I was like, this could be a good game, you know. Um, and uh, Santa Clara uh, streams all their games, and, and Portland State, I think, too, streams their games just on their website. So I hook the laptop, get the cord, hook it up to the TV, right? And I am... I'm noticing, I'm like, why do I feel like I'm on meth right now? Uh, like, something is like, I, I haven't taken meth, but I'm like, I, I, from what I hear, this is what it sounds like. This is what it feels like. Like, my, my heart is racing. Uh, my thoughts are racing. Uh, I've been digging a hole in my backyard for three days. What's going on? And then I realized the announcer of the game is calling it like it's radio. Like, he, but it's... But I'm watching, it's TV, but he's like, he's narrating every single thing that happens. And there's also just one announcer. This is WCC versus Big Sky. You know, they don't got the budget for play-by-play and color commentary. <laughs> and, or apparently stats, because he kept having to say, Oh, uh, Podzimski with an unofficial 20 points. It's like, unofficial. So he's also keeping his own stats, it sounds like. Um, and so... I'm watching this game and I realize, oh my God, this guy is calling TV like it's radio, and I've never heard this before. And this is a this is this is making me high to watch this. I I don't need a guy to say uh, chest pass up the court as I see a chest pass up the court. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Taking he goes hard right to the hoop floater, no good, and the rebound by Williams, and he passes up the ball. And I was like, what is happening here? It had a, a strange effect on me, and then, <laughs> and then the announcer takes it. Finally, he gets to take a breath and he goes, eh. and he goes, if you're if you're confused, 
Uh, just know that uh, Portland State is uh, streaming this game on TV, and if the, if you're watching that, just know that you're listening to the Santa Clara radio broadcast of the game paired with the video. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> back in, so uh, that was fun. And I was watching Santa Clara, and, you know, they, they beat Portland State, uh, and I was like, you know, this is kind of a fun little team, uh, kind of a fun squad, the, the Santa Clara Broncos. So then I see they're playing Cal, uh, the, the worst team in the Pac-12, maybe one of the worst, very worst teams in the nation, probably, uh, the Cal Bears. And so I'm like, I'm, let me watch this. Let me watch this uh, <laughs> this uh, WCC team from the Bay beat a Pac-12 team from the Bay, right? And I'm watching that, and I, I started zeroing in on this guy, uh, Podzemski from Santa Clara. Now listen to this, okay? He leads the Santa Clara Broncos, who are good, 11-3, in points, rebounds, assists, steals. Okay, and you're like, okay, well, what's the big deal? He's a point guard. He's a big point guard. Uh, kind of looks like a WCC Luka Doncic in a in a, and I mean that in the, uh, not really a, meaning that way. <laughs> um, but you know, a big a big point guard, which you're seeing more and more, like Tyler Robertson, and if for University of Portland, you're seeing more of like, uh, it's like a lot of college coaches have have realized that hey, you can just have like. A tall guy do that, and it turns out it can be uh, pretty good. <laughs> it turns out in basketball, being taller is better. If you've never heard of that groundbreaking idea before, but anyways, the <laughs> what really <laughs> got me on the on the uh, Pazemski train is if you go look at his player photo. Uh, he is a, he is a, he is a fellow white to myself. Uh, however, hair <laughs> hair and braids, gold chain on picture day. So I gotta, so I gotta take the next step of research. Played at Illinois University last year. Wasn't getting any minutes. Transferred. He's from like Wisconsin or something. Transferred to Santa Clara. Beautiful decision. Get out of the coal. All right. Get out of the fucking Big Ten bullshit. Come here, play in the West Coast Conference. You wear shorts every day, right? You get, you get to have braids in your hair and a gold chain. And you get to live your best life. So, I love it. Uh, so, I like Santa Clara now. My point is, then I was on Santa Clara's uh, student store looking for some merch. Uh, which I, I didn't really find any. But, uh, maybe that will be my... Every year I adopt a team. And, uh, maybe Santa Clara, it's a little too early to tell. I am just now entering into my um, more, like, obscure basketball phase of the of the cycle. Of my yearly cycle. So, uh, <laughs> we'll see. But, Podzemski... Santa Clara Broncos. I'm a I'm an appreciator. Uh, anyone who does that for Picture Day is, is is funny to me, and then also you know leads this team in basically uh, a majority of statistical categories. Uh, big news too. Then so I, I go from like a a Santa, a weekend of Santa Clara basketball to uh, watching the Blazers Dame you know breaking the the all time Blazers record, taking over for Clyde the scoring record, which I do wet blanket remind people. Uh, this is like a wet blanket alert. He's he's breaking that because Clyde left to go get a title, right? <laughs> so you know, um, but it was it was a cool cool to see Dame get that, and then sad to see it the the footage afterwards of uh, Chauncey <laughs> Billups presented him with like WWE style scoring champ 
belt, which was so funny. And I love a belt. I love a belt. I, when Rashid, I think Rashid started that. We're going city to city with the championship belt when he was after the Pistons won it. I love the belt. The belt rules. However, <laughs> Dame was mad because they lost. They lost to the fucking Thunder who are tanking. Uh, mostly just because the Thunder have Shea on their team. It happens, right? And so, Dame, it's the first time I've seen someone get a big wrestling belt and just kind of sadly put it on a shelf. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you can't be sad with the belt. But I get it. You just lost to the Thunder at the buzzer. It fucking sucks. But also, just a reminder, the Blazers have nobody to guard Shea. Uh, but... Nobody in the NBA does right now, so who could say? Anyways, I was digging through the the, the crates of uh, Blazers records. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, I don't know if you can hear it. I wear um, I got plastic Birkenstock uh, <laughs> plastic Birkenstocks for the house. They've helped my back tremendously. However, uh, when I bear when I raw dog them, uh, they do squeak uh, because as you may or may not know, I got a my feet tend to sweat. I got active glands on the bottom of my feet. So it, <laughs> the active glands combined with the moisture combined with the plastic, uh, when I rock back and forth, uh, they get pretty sque squeaky squeaky. So <laughs> we got cats fighting. We got uh, <laughs> damp feet squeaking. And that's just another day here at the Pepe Sanchez <laughs> podcast. Um, but I was, I was digging through Blazer's history and... I came across Kelvin Ramsey, Ramsey, who I've never heard of. Uh, but get this, uh, one of only four Blazers to win Player of the Month, according to HispanosNBA.com, which is where I get all my news from. Uh, all my news, not just basketball. Any news. It's the only. It's the only place. I, it's the only outlet I trust. HispanosNBA.com. And he was so one of four Blazers to win NBA Player of the Month in history. And he did it his rookie season. He's the only one to do it as a rookie. Um, that was in March of 1981. And so I was like, well, what kind of March did this dude have? And uh, 15 games, 22 points, 8 assists. He's a runner-up to Rookie of the Year that year. But then here was the real thing where I was like, this is incredible. His nickname was Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> Kelvin Ramsey. A.K.A. Mrs. Butterworth. Oh, man. Uh, I wonder if he liked that or not. But that's on his basketball reference profile, so you know it's real. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, another thing is, I don't know, now that I'm not on Twitter anymore, I don't really know what the chatter is. But Shaden Sharp has to be in the dunk contest. He is um, perfect for it. He's not playing a lot. He could jump super high. He's a rookie. The NBA will want to feature, you know, want to give him a, you know, uh, a higher profile experience for the public. Uh, his his highlights are crazy. Um, we need Shaden Sharp in the dunk contest. I think that's probably an obvious. I don't know. Just it's very interesting. I'm more in a vacuum now um, since I got off basketball Twitter. I still don't regret it. Like I still feel better in my day to day day to day life not being on Twitter. It's just, it sucks. It, it's fucking is terrible. So, uh, I appreciate not being on there still, but you know, I miss some of the inane conversations that I used to be a part of. 
Um, I am still on Instagram, so I get these weird, like, algorithm-suggested uh, basketball clips, which a lot of it is, like, you know, basketball trainers, like, making you crawl on your stomach under a chair while <laughs> while they uh, <laughs> pour uh, <laughs> olive oil uh, onto your onto the court and make you dribble a basketball with your tongue or all this like insane inane stuff. Um, but I've also been getting lately a lot of clips from Serge Ibaka's video clips from Serge Ibaka's podcast where I think he's wearing a chef hat. I don't know why. I think the premise maybe is that he, he cooks on the, on the podcast, a cooking podcast. I don't, but you know, I don't know, but the algorithm knows that I want to see some of these clips, and I do. And they had Giannis on there, and he made a very good point that I hadn't thought of before. That this, I mean, he didn't say, I don't think he said it quite like this, but his point was that if you took a team of the best international players in the world, they would beat a team of the best Americans in the world. And I think that's, that is true, and I think it's the first time that's ever been true. Uh, so that that's a moment in basketball, right? A, a, some kind of turning point. Um, but then he also picked, he rattled off what the teams would be. And Giannis, uh, to me, the best player in the NBA, um, would, sounds like a horrible GM. For Team USA, I mean, he, put, he picked Steph, okay. And then he said Clay would be the shooting guard, which is, come on. Come on. Um, and then he picked, like, he, he kind of picked a weird team. He had Adebayo as the center. Uh, uh, no. Um, and then he picked a weird world team, too, except he said he had, like, you know, Luka, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis. But then he had, um, <laughs> uh, oh, my God, I'm blanking on all. Oh, Fournier, the, French, the Frenchman himself, who at one point was left off Team France because he refuses to pass the basketball. So... I don't know why Fournier comes up in these so much. I guess if you're just thinking shooting guard international, but he's he's not on that starting five. So here's 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 the actual starting fives I came up with. Team USA, I'm going Ja Morant. And then guess what? Steph Curry. You don't gotta choose, you can have them both. And I think Steph can play off the ball just as well as he plays on the ball. So like we got John Steph. This is already gonna be a mass problem. Then we got Jason Tatum. Alright? Then we got Kevin Durant. All right, then we got Anthony Davis, assuming he's healthy and assuming it's this year, <laughs> this year's AD, right? And I, yeah, I, maybe you swap uh, LeBron for KD. I would rather have uh, KD's uh, shooting in there. So that that's pretty. That's a pretty crazy American starting five, right? I think I think LeBron is coming off the bench though. Um, sorry. Um, in the world team, you go, okay, I like where Giannis was thinking where he's like, I'm going Jokic and Embiid, okay? Um, and Giannis, all right? So this is huge. And Luka, okay. But where he had Fournier, I think Giannis forgets that Canada is not in America. So I'm going Shea, Luka, Shea, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. That's the world five. Versus Josh, Steph, Tatum, KD, AD. I think the world wins that one, right?
They do. But it's a fun game. Uh, maybe they should put together some, you know, they're always trying to put together new events, new things. They should just straight up do a America vs. the World um, event. I don't know. That would be fun as hell. Just make them play. That would be so fun. Uh, it's too beautiful of an idea to ever see the light of day in this ugly world. <laughs> oh my god. Also, I gotta give a shout out to myself. I, I know I made a promise never to talk about fantasy basketball on here. However, I'm making an exception because I am a fantasy demon in my current league. Listen, I'm in number one. I'm the I'm in first place. I'm nine and zero. But listen to this. My team is complete trash. Uh, I'm the person in the league that people don't know. It was really Eric Garcia Gunderson at the last second. He's like, "Hey, we need one more for this league. I play it. It's fifty dollar buy in. Will you jump in? If we need a tenth." I said, "Sure." Uh, I didn't plan on playing fantasy basketball. It usually just makes me so frustrated <laughs> when I play it. But I say, "Sure," and so I jump in. And my team sucks. Alright, you look... If you compare rosters, you're not picking my roster. And if you look at... It's a head-to-head league. So I just keep having barely a better week than my opponent because they have some guy that's injured. They just don't play as many games that week as I... I play a couple more games than them that week. And (laughs) it just keeps working out. I thought for sure I was losing last week. Because I had, like, uh, Jimmy Butler was out and this stuff. But uh turns out uh, the last day on Sunday, like, a bunch of, like, Julius Randle's my best player. <laughs> and he just went off. <laughs> and I won. And I'm 9-0. And it is hilarious. If you look at the total points, um, like, the total actual, like, fantasy points each team has scored, I'm, like, 5th or 6th in this league of 10. <laughs> but I'm 9-0. And I'm starting to separate second place is 7-2. And, and I'm just trying to keep the good vibes going. Sometimes you just have that special thing in a team, you know. They just always pull it out. You see that in a team every once in a while. And you're like, they just really believe in themselves. Um, things always just seem to bounce their way at the right time. This team is just one of those teams that just does not lose. They're true champions, you know. They may not have the biggest stars. <laughs> They might be relying quite a bit on uh, Benedict Matherin, you know? <laughs> but yet, week after week, they're coming through with the clutch. And this week, I'm, I'm just pummeling this guy. This is, not, this is not even close. I mean, my, best, my two best players are literally uh, Julius Randle and Kristaps Porzingis have been my leaders this season. All right. Uh, I got no no top ten guys. I got <laughs> and I, and yet see it's really it's more about the combination. It's more about the culture. It's more about fostering an identity, uh, a, a system of belief within your team. Autonomous basketball, getting them to operate at a higher level. The sum is greater than the parts. All right, on my team, that's what I bring as a GM. <laughs> and my team is called uh, Photographia de Pepe Sanchez. A shout out to Pepe Sanchez's Instagram account, which if you haven't seen it, um, he takes some beautiful pictures. It's all just, it's all, he's into photography now. Um, I don't think there's really any basketball in it. Um, let me see what his, uh, 
Oh, it's Pepe. It's at Pepe Sanchez. Yeah, and you know he's Argentinian. You know, Argentina just won the World Cup. You think maybe there's a, a cool, like, a celebration post about Argentina winning the World Cup? Nope. He's got uh, the sun coming through the clouds uh, over an ocean with a bird. You know what I mean? Uh, he's got, he likes the clouds. He likes the evening. He likes dawn. He likes dusk. And he likes birds. And he likes the sun. And he likes uh, birds again. So, <laughs> yeah, give Pepe a follow. So my, so I, th I really think that what, what made my team special is um, bringing in the magic of Pepe Sanchez's Instagram account. It's just like it, it unified the team. We're coming at it differently. We're Photographia de Pepe Sanchez. Photographia de Pepe, all right? We're not trying to be puns. Look, what do we have in here? We have, we have D.B. Hooper. We have Russell and Flo. We have Latvian gangbangers. About Dame Time. See, they're all trying to be clever. I'm trying to be beautiful. <laughs> Beauty is the one objective thing that, you know, Nietzsche had trouble with defining. You know what I mean? Because it, it was objectively a human experience. And that's what's missing in fantasy basketball. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then he died of syphilis, I think. But, uh, what are you going to do? You know, it happens. Um, also, I gotta give, if we're talking Instagram, I gotta give a shout out to, uh, uh, G League TV, the G League TV account. It is, I follow and I unfollow because it is so over the top and so incessant. Like, I follow a lot of comedians who are tough for me to follow. I follow them because we're, we're friendly. We're in these circles. Um, but it's like the ones who post every single day a clip of a widely uh, varying quality. But they just have understood, like, this is more just about, I need to post something every single day, right? With the big block letters on it about whatever, <laughs> right? And G League TV is like the, the, um, the content comedian of basketball <laughs> and i love they, they have to like put a big block letter of like uh they got their thing is they they need to hype up this player in the g league right and so they basically compare every single player to an all-time great player <laughs> one guy i can't remember who it is but i started laughing because it popped up and it's like have you heard of this guy he's the serbian jason kid <laughs> <laughs> and everybody is the the something all-time great that's the format of of uh <laughs> g league tv's captions it made me think of like uh like insane nba player comparisons oh this guy's oh you know he's the left hand left-handed lena dunham with ups you know it's just like you get to a level of nonsense extremely extremely fast um and i do love nonsense <laughs> uh, i really do <sighs> well i think that's gonna do it for episode six of pepe sanchez another exciting week ahead of us uh in basketball not that i know what's happening this week i kind of just just been playing it as i see it uh we'll be back uh happy holidays happy schmoladays Hey, Seth Allen on all platforms. Thank you.